Let's cut right to the chase. In today's gospel, the Pharisees and the scribes are having a rough day at the office. Jesus is awfully brutal on them. What's striking about the situation is that Jesus typically exudes compassion and love to sinners and tax collectors. He brings comfort by healing them and forgiving their sins. That's the Jesus that typically comes to mind. However, in his dealings with the religious authorities, we see quite the opposite. Jesus is quick to point out their faults and how they abuse their authority. Why the harsh treatment? The thing is, their role is to communicate God's will on earth by interpreting the scriptures and applying them to daily life. Jesus holds these men to a higher standard and he has no use for their shenanigans. So what exactly were these guys doing that bothered Jesus so much? The three misbehaviors Jesus called out were, number one, they don't practice what they teach. That's hypocrisy. Their deeds didn't match their words. And they created a double standard by commanding one thing for those that they taught, but living the opposite way. Number two, they overburden the ordinary people. That's legalism. They split the 613 laws of the Torah into thousands of rules and regulations affecting every movement of the people. They failed to realize that when religion becomes a pile of burdens and prohibitions rather than a source of love and life and growth, it removes God from the equation. Finally, they do all their deeds to be seen by others. That's vanity. Their real goal was to dress and act to draw attention to themselves. In their misguided zeal, they sought respect and honor for themselves rather than for God. In each of these shortcomings, we could see the tragedy of being religious without being authentic and placing emphasis on outward show rather than on inner character. Jesus' criticisms of the scribes and the Pharisees were actually meant as a forewarning to his disciples about letting these types of abuses creep into their ministry. The lesson was that they needed to faithfully adhere to Jesus' teachings and avoid titles and practices that would imply arrogance, superiority, and hypocrisy. The catch is, Jesus' cautionary message isn't just for religious leaders because of our commitment to following Jesus through baptism and confirmation, the implications are exactly the same for us as disciples. The bottom line is that Jesus isn't satisfied with people pretending to be his followers. We're not called to appear to be a holy people. 
We're called to be a holy people. Let me repeat that. We're not called to appear to be a holy people. We're called to be a holy people. To make this expectation clear to his disciples, Jesus ends today's gospel with two of the most challenging verses in the entire Bible. The greatest among you must be your servant. And whoever exalts himself will be humbled, but whoever humbles himself will be exalted. Here Jesus points us to the way of service and humility because that's what his ministry is all about. And whether we realize it or not, as disciples, we represent him in the world today. So how we present ourselves is how we represent Jesus. Our mission is to live the word of God in such a way that others are drawn to God. And while it may not be supported by our social or our political environments, Christ assures us that we can succeed, but only through humility. Humility requires a shift in focus from ourselves to others. The humbler we become, the more possible it is for God's love to be known by others. There is one thing that Jesus said in today's gospel that requires uh, or merits some clarification, especially today as we begin Vocation Awareness Week. I'm referring to where Jesus tells the disciples not to call anyone on earth father. What he's really saying is that all things come from God the Father and should be pointed to him. A Catholic priest is called father because the mandate he received through holy orders is to make God the Father's love real in the world. In other words, Father Tom and Father Quinn were ordained for one purpose, to continue the loving work of the Father. So their fatherhood comes from God and is 100% legitimate as long as they're leading others to God. Father Tom once told me that for every decision he needs to make, he first asks the question, will this lead people closer to God? Clearly, he's qualified to be called Father Tom, as is Father Quinn. And we as a parish are blessed to call them our spiritual fathers. Because of their fatherhood, though, our priests have the power to do tremendous damage to the kingdom of darkness. And as such, they're subject to temptations that many of us will never know. So, in addition to praying for more religious vocations for our young people today, let's also pray for our priests, our bishops, and our pope, that they remain faithful, that they don't despair, that they're given greater strength in the battle against our anti-religious culture, that they're beacons of light in the darkness, and that they'll continue to witness to the world that true joy, the foretaste of heaven, comes from knowing Christ and serving him in the poor 
the afflicted and the suffering souls of this world. Amen.